Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Shift Sparkle Shine. Hello, my loves, and welcome to Shift Sparkle and Shine. I am Bunny MD, and we are here today to chat about how the choices you are making each and every day affect your mindset and mental health. Okay. The choices we're making truly do have an effect on how we feel, what's going on in our lives, right? Because it's all one direct projection of where we are at in our mindset. And if we're not doing the things we need to do do to support that mindset, we go off the rails and into a ditch, okay? Sometimes longer than others, but nonetheless, in the ditch. So it's really important to learn about how those choices and what choices you're making are affecting you. So we're going to start at just the most basic, which is getting sleep. If you are not getting enough sleep, if you're not resting well when you're trying to sleep, it is almost impossible to maintain a good mindset and positivity when we are depleted. And rest is a, the, one of the quickest ways to become depleted. When we ignore our rest cycle, when our rest cycle isn't um, working well for us, in other words, when we can't sleep, we're, we have insomnia symptoms, things like this, right? Of course, that means we're, we're now dealing with lack of rest if we're overworking, right? These all leads to lack of rest and lack of us being at our best. But what choices can you make in order to help yourself in this area? Well, do things like start slowing down about half hour before you go to bed. An hour is better, but if all you have is a half hour, a half hour Start shutting off the electronics. Go back to reading books on paper. Stay away from the Wi-Fi signals. Move away from um, the glare of the screens, right? All of these things keep our brain awake and going and saying, okay, the day is still going. We're not done yet. So start bringing it down. Lower the lights. Maybe do a little meditation, some journaling. Things that slow your brain, allow your brain to express what it needs to express before you go to sleep. A lot of times what keeps us awake are things we're not getting out. That's where journaling comes in. I hear all the time, I don't like journaling. Journaling sucks. Nobody wants to. Okay, I hear you. All right, I do. Because I used to say the same thing. Journaling sucks. I don't know. It just takes time and all of these things. But here's the thing. To feel better, to be the best you, to put your best foot forward each and every day means taking care of you first. And by journaling, we do all kinds of really cool things, especially when we're journaling right before we go to sleep. Because what happens? We let out all of those thoughts that are keeping us awake before we go to sleep or before we lay our head down and attempt to sleep. I want you to think about that, right? All of a sudden you're like, oh, maybe journaling wouldn't be so bad. 
Let me tell you this. You don't have to keep a written journal. Keep a voice journal. Anything, just get the stuff out of your head before you lay down, okay? So slow down. Um, create a, plate, a space to sleep. Create an atmosphere to sleep, okay? Next, what are you feeding your body? If you are in poor nutritional health, this isn't feeding your brain. It's not feeding your systems so that you can regulate where your hormone levels are at. Because we all know what, what happens when our hormone levels are out of control. So are our emotions. We lose the ability to get say in how we are approaching the world hormonally when we throw our nutrition out the window. Okay, we take back that control over those hormones that we, we've been taught that we have no control over our whole lives. I don't know about you, but I was taught my whole life I had no control over hormones. I just had to learn to deal with them, right? Ride the PMS wave, deal with the ups and the downs throughout the month. It's just how life is. No, it really isn't. You can actually make it better simply by eating better. I am here. I am living proof of this. Um, I'm now sharing this with my clients and seeing them have the same resulting um, manifestations of this eating better. Okay, when we bring nutrition into our body, when we feed our body good foods, when we take care of it, eat at proper times, feed ourselves when we need to be fed, we're not skipping days, we're doing things like this, right? This is different than fasting. I'm just talking about when we're just like, oh, I just forgot or I was too busy, right? When we start paying attention to our nutritional health, our body balances out. Our hormones balance out, which makes it what? Easier to stay in the positive flow, right? When we're not fighting our own hormone levels to stay in the right mental space, it's a lot easier. Makes sense, right? Of course it does. All right. What about your relationships? Who do you have in your life? Who are you choosing to spend your time with? Are they uplifting you? Are they drama? Are they always problems? Are they somebody that talks shit? I mean, really be paying attention to where you're spending your time and who you're gifting your time to because that's what you're doing. So if you're deciding to hang out with the person that brings you down, makes you feel bad, has nothing but drama, all of these things, you've chosen to give the gift of your time to that person, that space, and that energy. Is that really where you want to gift part of the time that you get in this life to that? Or would you rather be spending it in uplifting places with uplifting people, with people who are motivated like you are, with people with the, living in the same positivity or at least trying to, right? Because life still happens, right? We all have days. It doesn't mean that you're, because your friend's having a day, you go, sorry, no time for that, right? I'm talking about those people that just, they never, it never changes. It's always bad. It's always gloom. It's always doom. It's always negative. It's all... Be conscious of where you're allowing yourself to gift your time, your energy, because I'm telling you, it is taking from you whether you realize it or not. And I doubt that you don't realize it because all of us do. In one way, shape, form, or another, you might just leave the person going, oh my God, I'm so tired. I'm so tired after visiting with them. Why am I always so tired after visiting with them? 
right? It's because you've been drained. Okay. So pay attention to what, what and where you're spending your time. Okay. Um, also in that sharing, is it one way? Are you actually getting to share? I know for me for the longest time, because I'm a healer, because I'm, I'm a lover of all people and all these things, I would spend, I'd have these quote friendships. And as it turns out, really all I was, was their, their holistic alternative therapists, right? Because I never, they never asked me about me. We never talked about anything I had going on. It was always just about them, their problems, and what they needed as solutions. And as it turns out, a lot of what I thought were friends were really just clients that weren't paying. <laughs> I mean, see, and I know that now because once I said, you know, this is what I do for a living. This is what I'm happy to keep you on. Things like that. All of a sudden, these people just disappeared. Right. They don't, they didn't come back to see how I am. Wish me a uh, happy holidays or anything else. Right. So we quickly find out when we start paying attention and we also need to make sure that our needs are being met. Right. Because friendship is a two way street. Relationships are a two way street. And that means sometimes we need to say what we need to say. We need to share what we want to share. Right. And that's okay. It's okay to be about you. Right. That is, it's okay. If you need a permission for it to be about you, I'm giving you that permission. You don't need it for me, right? But you have that permission now. Okay, you always had it, but if you need to hear it from someone, here it is. You have permission to make it about you. No, not a thousand percent of the time, right? But that's not who you are. I'm talking about if you are in a relationship where you are feeling completely unheard, unseen, unloved, all of these things because you're just someone that's there for them. I'm giving you permission to make it about you. Okay. You have that permission. The universe has got your back. Source has got your back. It's allowed to be about you. Okay. Next, what are you doing with your body? And I, I'm sorry, we talked about food, but I mean, what are you doing as far as like movements, music? What are you feeding your body senses wise? Are you watching violent TV? Are you watching the news? Are you a, a constant um, social media junkie who's looking for the drama? Are you, you know, where are you spending that emotional, that energetic body time? And then what are you actually doing with your body itself? Are you getting out and moving? Are you doing things like yoga, walking, running, anything to actually get the juices flowing, right? So to speak. For myself, I walk all the time and um, I'm sort of yoga on and off. I was there, I was on a really long streak there for a bit with the yoga. Then it kind of dropped off throughout the holidays. Things just got really busy. And I was also, I say that, and this is not an excuse because when I say really busy, it was because I was walking seven, eight, 17 miles a day, right? My, my, my days were busy with activity in my body. It just wasn't yoga. All right. So, um, but what are you doing? Like, this is important. What are you mindful of the fact that how long you've been sitting? Are you mindful of the fact that your body needs an outlet? A lot of times what happens is people say they can't sleep. Oh, I lay down. My brain won't stop my body. You know, and I'm just, I keep going, going, going. A lot of times what happens is a, we didn't release before we went to bed, getting all of that stuff out of our head. Second, 
if we didn't move throughout the day, if we were sedentary at a desk, we might be mentally tired, but we're not physically tired. And so the two will clash and that will keep us awake because our body still has this extra energy reserve of that it doesn't know what to do with. And it's like, okay, well, wait, I know that it's time for sleep mentally. My brain is like, I'm so tired, but my body's like, but wait, I've barely moved today. Okay, so be keeping in mind that these all play a huge role, right, in how we are experiencing and what's feeding our mindset. Because when we don't move, right, when we what happens? We don't sleep. We become cranky. Um, when people don't allow us to talk and share, again, our mindset start, starts to slip. We start to feel like we're not important. We're not being heard. We're not being loved. We're not being supported. Then our body starts feeling unsupported, unloved, right? Because we're not moving it. We're not giving it the exercise. We're not giving it the movement that it needs. Now, it, if you don't have, if you can't go out and walk, it's too cold, whatever your answer is, I live in a 44-foot RV, okay? 44 feet, two ends of it are two bedrooms. So I really only have about, I want to say, I'm not, I'm not perfect at this. I want to say I have about a 10 foot living room, something like that, right? 10 feet long. I walk that back and forth for 45 minutes to an hour. If I cannot go outside, don't tell me that you cannot get it done because of weather, because of this, because of that, because of the other. I actually did this last year for, there was um, one period during the summer where it was just too flipping hot to step outside. So every night I walked in the middle, it was like midnight I was walking because that was when it was finally cool enough inside even to bust out 45 minutes to an hour walking. Okay. It can be done. Move your body. Your mind will thank you for it because it will be rested. It will be, it will have released. It will have expressed. All of these things feed your mindset and your mental health. Okay. When we don't allow outlets, even for our physical movement, it becomes stagnant in our mindset as well. All movement moves our mindset. Okay. And last, what are you doing? What are you doing that is creating pleasure in your life? Are you having great orgasms? Are you having sex on the regular? Are you creating art? Do you, um, do you have a hobby that just intrigues you that you just absolutely love? What are you doing to create pleasure in your life? Because pleasure, what does it do? I mean, it just makes sense, right? That that would feed our mindset in a really beautiful way, right? I mean, it's pleasure after all. But for every person, this is going to be a little different. What creates pleasure in their life, right? Um, so, but what are you doing to get into the flow of that? A lot of times we forget to create pleasure moments for ourselves through the day throughout the day. But it's extremely important, isn't it? When you stop and think about it, what, what, when we bring pleasure into what happens, we, a smile is on our face. We're more relaxed. We find we're more peaceful. We're more calm because it's pleasurable. I mean, it's right there in the word, right? <laughs> Can I say pleasure one more time? <laughs> so ask yourself, what did you do fun today? What did you do to bring pleasure into your life? right? What are you doing 
to reward that mindset for to reward that work that you're doing, right? It should be pleasurable. And yes, you know, absolutely make sure, you know, um, that it's, it's something that evokes within you, right? I, I want you to really be moved by this, whatever this is. I want it to feel really good to you. If you're just like, yeah, well, you know, I, I kind of, I kind of sit around and, you know, I, I might play a video game or, you know, um, I might, you know, read a book or yeah, I mean, sex sometimes, I guess, you know, when I'm like in the mood, like, does that sound like pleasure? Like, you're, no, right? So, but here's the cool thing. If you're finding lack, less, lack lusterness in, say, the sex department or in your typical pleasure areas, look back at all these other things we've talked about. Are you feeding your body properly? Are you sleeping? What is your relationships like? What are you, where are your emotions at? What are, where are your hormones at? What are you doing for your body as far as exercise, as far as um, outlets? Look at all of these things because odds are you're lacking somewhere in here if you're lacking in the pleasure center because who doesn't want to feel good? Who doesn't want, right? So if it's lacking over here, take a look at the rest of these things that we've already talked about to give yourself a better idea what you can do to feel better. Until next time, remember you are seen, you are heard, you are known, you are loved. And as always, namaste.